At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country mega star while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. The official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. We continue to talk mock drafts with some of the best experts in the business. Hornets holding the number two pick and five total picks for the NBA draft coming up on June 22nd. It'll be a big, big day for Charlotte, and we're talking again to some of the leaders in the industry about how Hornets fans and the Hornets front office, for that matter, might want to think about this draft, the level of talent at the top end, and the type of transformation it could mean for this franchise's title hopes long term. Today, we're talking to Tate Frazier. You can hear him on The Ringer. He's the host of One Shining Podcast, covering primarily college basketball, so he's got a lot of insight on some of the top players coming through that lane towards the NBA draft, but he covers the draft as a whole as well. You can find him on social media at Tate Frazier, and you can hear him right now, right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Without further ado, let's welcome Tate Frazier here to the HHC. Tate, thanks so much for joining us. Yes, Sam, I really appreciate it. It's a good time to be a Charlotte Hornets fan. You know, we got a lot of exciting news on the horizon. We got a lot of people in the national media wondering what's going to happen in Charlotte. That doesn't always happen for us, and it felt a little bit like the early 90s, right, where, you know, first we get Larry Johnson with a number one pick, then you get Alonzo Mourning with the number two pick. 99, you get Baron Davis. Once we get into the 2000s, some things didn't shake our way, obviously. But in general, it's exciting to be at the top of the draft board and have some great options. 
Could not agree more, and it's also great to talk to someone who is a, a North Carolina native and is a Hornets fan, even though you are the ultimate professional and are covering these things straight up and down. It's good to talk to someone who's got some passion about the state of North Carolina and the Charlotte Hornets in particular. So we're, we're thrilled to have you. One of the main things you do is cover college basketball, but as part of right. that is covering the draft and being a part of some of the mock draft items that come up from the ringer. So I want to ask you to start, what is your approach to mock drafts? Do you try and give predictions based off what you think the order should be or what you hear the order will be based off conversations with execs and experts in the field? Yeah, I think that's a great question, Sam. I think in general, I always start with my own brain. I always look at players before I look at potential, which is a little bit different than what I think the NBA executives tend to do. I think we go more potential than to players these days. But yeah, I like to create like a mock 10 in my head. And during the college basketball season, I'll just do a mock 10 of college basketball guys. So obviously that takes out the Scoot Hendersons of the world, the Thompson Twins, Victor Wimanyama, right? Those kind of guys. I mean, I remember back in 2018, even with Luka Doncic, right? I, I wasn't watching every Real Madrid game like it seems like most scouts were, or at least they claim to be doing. So I, I'll do like a college basketball mock 10. And then once the international guys kind of, you know, fold back in, I'll try to see what the experts are saying. Like my guy, Kevin O'Connor, who does the mock draft and the ringer draft guide. He does a great job. I'll check in with him. I'll check in with my co-host on One Shutting Podcast, Kyle Mann. He's a guy that kind of leans into the international fold and knows how the draft mix work, right? So I, I start with my 10 and then I kind of look at the experts, and then I try to, to mesh them together and build out the best big board I can. I'm going to give this question with all due respect. And again, we said at the start, you've been doing this for a long time. You cover it as well as anyone in the business. But for the the doubter out there, the, the haters of the world who will say this about scouts who are in the league for 20, 30 years, what is your qualifications to make these kinds of determinations? And I'm going to, again, preface this by saying we're going to follow up with just how accurate you were in recent drafts. So you're pretty on the nose on all these things to begin with. But for the fan out there that's the doubter, what gives anyone the expertise to know things when every fan, every person has their own opinion? Well, I think one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was from Coach Larry Brown. And Larry Brown told me back in 2016 when I was asking him a similar question, I'm like, I don't want to go out there because I was working at the Ringer. They were doing mock drafts for the website and they would assign people picks. And uh, back then, I think I had the number 10 pick. I think this is the 2016 draft. And I had talked to some Bucks people, some Milwaukee Bucks people that I knew in the front office. And they just kept talking about this guy, Thon Maker, right? And I, I just kept being like, I don't know if John Hammond is tipping his hand a little bit here, but it just feels like they love Thon Maker. And then everyone that was an expert kept saying to me, there's no way they would they would go that high to take Thon Maker at number 10. That's irrational. That's ridiculous. Regardless, they put a mock draft up on the Ringer website. I picked Thon Maker. The Milwaukee Bucks, the draft comes up. They take Thon Maker. And Larry Brown's advice basically was, Anybody can walk into a gym and tell you who the best player is, right? It's pretty obvious. It doesn't take rocket science to figure that out. But just trying to figure out what is in a man's heart and what is in a man's mind, that's a whole different game. And that is why no matter how great of a scout you are, no, no matter how much you may know about scouting in general, there's room for you know an upset. There's room for things to kind of go off the rails and nobody is perfect nobody is 100 percent correct if they were we'd have someone going on espn or one of these major networks and predicting it perfectly every single time how many times have we had situations where 
there's a surefire guy that makes the most sense. And you look at the draft grades after the draft and they get an A draft grade. And then we move forward five years and we look back and we say, what a terrible draft for that team, right? So nobody is 100% with this. I don't expect myself to be, but I'm fortunate enough to have been in some basketball circles just by being a North Carolina alumnus, being around great basketball minds, having a boss like Bill Simmons that has kind of opened the door in some different regions of the country as far as being able to talk to basketball minds. And then I have a great mentor in uh, B.J. Armstrong, who once played for the Hornets, was a front office guy, now is an agent. So in general, you just try to soak up as much basketball knowledge as you can. You try to distill it down and you try to make the most educated guess as you can, because at the end of the day, Sam, it's all an educated guess. Could not agree more, and and it's really interesting the example you brought up of an early projection with Thon Maker because in drastically different ways, we could say you're completely right because you nailed the pick, that you, you had the right intel, that is who was actually selected. But at the same time, you prefaced the conversation saying you kind of start with your own personal top 10. And we look back now at Thon Maker, who, even though he was drafted in the top 10, has not played in the league since 2021 and say, maybe that wasn't the right selection for the Bucks or, or whomever. So I guess re- Starting the the conversation, going back to the original question, what is the best way to grade those out there like yourself who are a part of mock drafts? Is it based off, do you have the right player in the right range at the time of the draft? Or is it, do you have the right player in the right range when we look back, as in the case of Thon Maker, five, ten years down the line? I think that's a great question. I think in general, we're all trying to be right on draft night originally, right? You're always trying to be like, okay, I knew this team liked this guy. So you kind of can't win for losing, and you can be right in the moment and not right long term. I think the best thing is to try to grade guys based on how you value them and their success in the future in the league. So you'd much rather be you know, correct on, hey, I think Donovan Mitchell is going to be a great player, or I think Devin Booker is going to be a great player who ends up going 13, right, than saying, hey, I got the Thon Maker pick right, even though he's not a top 10 caliber pick. <laughs> that makes sense. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. 
They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Tate Frazier, our guest today, host of One Shining Podcast. Find his work on The Ringer and find him on social media at Tate Frazier. I think what we've been talking about here, I I think you're spot on. You have to sprinkle in your own personal opinion and say maybe where, generally speaking, you think the talent level of a certain player and a certain pick is supposed to be. But you also want to be as accurate as you can on draft day because that's the day that the immediate reaction comes in on who is supposed to go in that range. And with that in mind, the publication you work for, The Ringer, Let's look back at last year's draft class. Kevin O'Connor leads the team there, and you cover the draft with him extensively. A ringer had Jabari Smith Jr., number one to the Magic, Chet Holmgren, number two to Oklahoma City, Paolo Bancaro to Houston at three, Keegan Murray Sacramento at four, Jaden Ivey to Detroit at five. Even though the order wasn't exactly right, the top three were all in the top three, the top five were all there. Projection at the time was that Jalen Duran would be off the board prior to number 13, where the Hornets got him before trading him. Ochai Abaji was the mock player to Charlotte. He ends up going number 14, so right in the range. You had Mark Williams, 15 to the Hornets. That's right on the nose. And you had Bryce McGowan's at 22 in the first round. Charlotte ends up trading to get him in the second round at 40. So looking back now, given all we've talked about, about how you approach the draft and how you try and evaluate yourselves in the moment, and then looking back retrospectively a couple years down the line, how do you think the ringer did? I think the Ringer did a good job. I will say that I personally, um, I have some some people, you know, with the Orlando Magic that I talk to. That, that's probably one of my really good friends works for the Magic, and I was saying that Paolo was going to be the pick, and I felt like they did a great job. As you know, with the draft stuff, a lot of front offices like to leak things, and I think they do this just to one, see who's going to take their information and actually make it public, and two, just to gauge the reaction of the public. Right? I mean, that's kind of a smart play. But Orlando did a, a flaw job of this last year by putting out to the world that they love Jabari, they love Chet, right? There wasn't a lot of conversation about Paolo publicly, especially when you talk to the draft experts of the world. But privately, if you talk to someone within the Orlando Magic organization, especially after Paolo came and did his visit, they didn't say, hey, he's our guy. They just said he had the charisma. He had the um, belief that he was going to be a number one pick. And I think one of the things that we underestimate with the number one pick is that you almost have to want to be the number one pick. You almost have to campaign a little bit to be the number one pick. So I just felt like Jabari Jr. is just more of a reserved type guy in general. He's kind of go with the flow a little bit. And I just felt like when 
the draft the guys were putting get putting getting put together last year. Obviously, Jabari Smith was the hot name. A lot of places had him number one. But Paolo, even from high school, kind of checked the box of being the number one guy. And I thought it was more of a race between Paolo and Chet. I knew OKC loved Chet, and then you know when when Orlando ended up making the pick at number one, it just kind of felt like almost duh, you know, right? It was like right in front of our face, of course. Paolo Bencaro, who led Duke to the Final Four, and he played Chet head-to-head earlier in the year and kind of got the best of him and looked like the better player. So I think they did a good job getting it right, getting the, the right five players in the top five. Like I said, there's no exact science to this, but sometimes you, you almost have to like go with a bird's-eye view and just say a lot of these teams look at the ESPN Top 100. They look at the high school rankings. They, they do their interviews, and some guys just check the box of he is a number one pick, right? I think that, you know, when the, the Sixers took Markel Fultz number one, Jason Tatum checked a lot of boxes of, like, that guy should be the number one pick. And they overthought it. They tried to draft for fit. They bring in Fultz. Fultz is a really reserved guy, doesn't talk too much, doesn't really check the box of, like, hey, I want to stick my chest, chest out and be the number one pick. But he ends up being the number one pick. So sometimes it goes the other way in, in that sense. But I thought they did a great job. The only time I've ever given Kevin O'Connor a hard time is with Killian Hayes a few years back. He had him as his number one prospect. I like Killian Hayes. I think he's a good guard. I don't think he's the number one player on a draft board, especially in that class. But, you know, like I said, it, you go back and forth. You, you can't win for losing. And sometimes it's just fun to get the conversation started. That draft class you're referencing there, that one included LaMelo Ball, which worked out pretty well for the Hornets. Uh, you, you mentioned <laughs> misdirection being a part of the puzzle this time of year, and it makes it very difficult, I'm sure, for people in your position because you want accurate information, but sometimes with some teams there is motives to what is out there, and, and oftentimes that information is not attached to a team, but sometimes we all try and read between the tea leaves. Okay, in whose interest is it that whatever information is being made public is being made public so when it comes to this particular draft class that's out there right now it it seems to already be happening what do you try and do to decipher what's real and what to put it in a certain way is something that you as a reporter are being used to put into the public sphere yeah i think uh it's one of those things where if you're talking to someone that is more surface level that you don't know on a personal level really and they're giving you information that's always a red flag for me i'm always skeptical in general when someone's giving me information because i always have kind of my guard up to think why why would they want me to know this and what is the purpose of that that's why i'm not really a scooper right i'm not really a guy that's in the scoops game i'm not trying to be shams or woj or any of these people i'm not trying to beat people to the punch with information i enjoy being told information but every single time i hear something i'm a little bit uh, kind of eyebrow eyebrow raised, and then I check with my kind of confidants in basketball, whether that be BJ or you know even BS, whoever it may be, to see if they're hear- hearing similar things. Bill has a great kind of ear to the ground to know like what is actually plausible in a lot of these situations. You know which owner likes certain guys. I mean, even I remember Cam Johnson was a lottery pick, right? And there was the whole Kobe White thing when he's like, "Wow, wow!" But it's you know that came down to ownership had some connection through Robert Morris and then knew him from Pittsburgh and just had already loved Cam Johnson, right? Some of this stuff can get real personal and in the weeds. And that was something I was told before the draft that Cam Johnson was in lottery range, right? But when I heard that information, I I said to myself, one, I'm a North Carolina alum and I already have my own North Carolina bias that's built in. I can't help it. So I don't want to go out and report that. And then that not happen. And everyone's like, this guy's an idiot. He's just, you know, (laughs) just reporting information. He's being force fed. 
and then the other thing as far as like the the information kind of marketplace that we exist in is you'll start seeing information that you've been told and it'll start coming out in other places. And that's also a, kind of a red flag for me because that means that it was kind of a general news dump just to kind of get it out there to the world. And I never want to be a part of, uh, of that space as, as best as I can. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Tate Frazier of The Ringer, our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. He's the host of One Shining Podcast. Find him on social media at Tate Frazier. Let's talk about the number two pick in this upcoming 2023 NBA draft. It'll be on June 22nd. Hornets in control of the number two pick. Just speaking of the upper echelon player names that should be in contention to be either number one, two, three in that whatever level of depth you feel it is part of the class. Give me some of the names and give me 
what the projection is because drafts can be different. Sometimes you'll have a draft where the experts say that upper crust is a little weaker and maybe they're going to be, according to the projections, NBA starters, but not necessarily number ones on teams contending for a title. Other times it's exactly that. You have three, four, five players that people say, yeah, under the right circumstances, they could lead a team towards a title. So how do you see that upper crust in terms of their ceiling and who's in it? I think there's three guys that are really in the, the tier one. And there might be, you know, let's put Victor probably in his own tier. So let's say Wimbenyama is in his own tier. I've seen a lot of people compare him to uh, an array of players. And, uh, you know, I've heard Ralph Sampson. I think the Ringers draft guide has it listed as uh, Gen Z Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So, I mean, you know, you try to decipher what that means as best you can. But in general, I think Victor Wimbanyama is a surefire franchise type of player. So I think he's in his own tier. And then I think there are two other guys that I would consider franchise players that are in this draft. I think Scoot Henderson checks all those boxes from G League Ignite. And I think Brandon Miller from Alabama checks all those boxes. I think Brandon Miller is fascinating because, you know, we talked about Jabari Smith Jr. I think he's a more evolved version of a Jabari Smith Jr. I think he has a better handle. I think he's a better passer. I think he can create more for himself. And I think he's one of those guys where he can play the three. He's probably more traditionally a wing. I think in general, it's a three-person draft class. If you want to put it in those layman terms, right? We hear people say it's a one-man draft, two-man draft. I think this is a three-man draft, and I think you can't really go wrong with, obviously, Wimbenyama. I think the Spurs are already celebrating having him come join them with the number one pick. But if you end up with Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller, I think both those guys, I think Miller will eventually be more of a number two option on a title-type team, not a number one option. I think Scoot will be one of those guys that will eventually become a number two option, but I think day one he could be a number one option. That's how talented he is. So I think it's a three-man class, to put it simply. In terms of fan expectations, you talked about long-term where you see them, all three guys as potentially that number one or two option for a team contending for a title. In the near term, where do you think those three can be? Because I think for the Hornets in particular, compared with the Spurs and other teams that are in the top of the draft, Charlotte is here maybe a little bit more due to bad luck and circumstance because they did have an above 500 team the year prior, brought back the majority of that core and just saw everyone get hurt and become unavailable. And so now, in theory, with those guys, for the most part, still being on the roster, based off what we see right now, I know the free agency hasn't happened yet, but most of that team is still intact and you're adding in this player. What kind of impact could that person have on the Hornets compared to some of the other teams that are picking in the top three? Well, I think the Hornets have a great situation. You have a Gordon Hayward, a Cody Martin. I think you have some veteran guidance, which I think is something that the NBA is missing in general. When people talk about some of these young players and how they you know, are getting off the rails and, and things like that, I think a veteran presence is always nice. I think Charlotte has some of that. I think Coach Clifford is a veteran presence in and of himself, right? I think he's someone that you bring a rookie in and I hope coach Clifford can convince them to get into a defensive stance and uh, you know to to buy in on that end of the floor and I think there's a lot of opportunity when you look at Charlotte I think Charlotte has a franchise player in LaMelo Ball which is encouraging but I also think LaMelo's greatest gift is his ability to involve others in the game right he is not a a selfish player by any means in fact I think LaMelo has more fun when he's involved in hockey assists and he's 
getting little touch passes and getting guys involved. So just the opportunity to get opportunity with the Hornets is going to be, I think, a big talking point. And, you know, the number one stat and the number one thing that everybody wants in the NBA is shots, right? We all want FGAs. I think that um, there's a lot of FGAs to be had with the Charlotte Hornets, and there's a lot of kind of homegrown, fun talent there, you know, that, that are getting into the years where you're saying, okay, well, it was fun seeing you kind of get your sea legs, and now we want to see what that next step looks like. Guys like P.J. Washington, you mentioned free agency as a starter. I know he's a restricted free agent, but I love P.J.'s game, and I've enjoyed watching him blossom into the player that he is. I think Dennis Smith Jr. was one of my favorite pickups of last year. I thought he added a, a nice wrinkle to the defensive end. I think he's a nice, more traditional point guard. You can move LaMelo off the ball. So I just think there's some nice pieces with Charlotte. So bottom line, Hornets fans should be excited about the level of talent that they're likely to get at the number 2 pick. And whomever that pick yes. is, probably equally excited to join forces with LaMelo Ball. Yes, absolutely. And if you just look at the history of the NBA, right, the number 2 pick, I mean, there's been some amazing number 2 picks. I mean, Bill Russell, the most championship rings, he's a number two pick. Jerry West, the logo, is a number two pick. Jason Kidd, uh, obviously the head coach of the Mavericks now, one of the greatest point guards ever, he's a number two pick. My guy Bob McAdoo, the first one and done with the Buffalo Braves, he's a number two pick. Obviously Alonzo Mourning, a number two pick. So I think the number two pick is a great spot historically. Isaiah Thomas, number two pick, the Detroit Pistons. So just in general, I, I think there is reason to be excited. I know that as Hornets fans, we tend to sometimes be a little bit doom and gloom, but I, I'm excited about what the future looks like, and I think you know this is a, a perfect draft to kind of take that next step. He's one of the best in the business, Tate Frazier of The Ringer. Find him on One Shining Podcast. He is the host, and find him on social media at Tate Frazier. Tate, we've enjoyed it so much talking in general about the number two pick. Let's bring you back again. We'll have you on and talk about the 2023 draft in its entirety. How's that sound? That sounds great, Sam. Appreciate you. That will do it for this edition of the HHC. Thanks again to Tate. We'll talk to him later in the week talking about the entirety of the 2023 draft, which, by the way, coming up on June 22nd. Keep yourself clued in on all of the events surrounding the draft by watching Hornet social media. We expect there to be a lot of festivities centering around the 2023 NBA draft. It's a big one for the Charlotte Hornets holding the number two pick and five in total. So make sure you're watching Hornets.com and Hornets social media. With many thanks once again to Tate Frazier, our guest today from The Ringer, our producer Rob Longo. Most of all to all of you, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.